We appear to be embarking on a reign of holy simplicity in the Christian world, but can Christianity and business mix, and is it possible to be good without God? These were just two questions posed at the second Rubicon conference that took place in Dublin late last year. Reporter Rona Tarrant went along to find the role of faith in a national, global and historical context, and she began by speaking to author and social critic Oz Guinness, the great-grandson of Arthur Guinness. G.K. Chesterton, the great Catholic journalist, once said five times the church has gone to the dogs, but each time it was the dog that died. In other words, the church carries within it, because of the resurrection, the possibility of its own renewal. And so we've got to look in the mirror, ask God for forgiveness for what we've done wrong, and set about to live the way of Jesus more uh, decisively. I would say if you look at Europe as a whole, The major reason for European secularity is a reaction to corrupt state churches from the past, and we're living with that. Now, is secularism really on the rise? Many people are turned off from religion, but they often say they believe without belonging, and they're looking, say, towards spirituality rather than religion, because atheism is a brave but a very bleak worldview. And many people, when they look at it, they say, no, I don't believe that. They don't like the church in its present form, but they're not really strict atheists. You know, it's now said that everyone is now everywhere. We've never had such diversity all over the world. The media, travel, migration, you know, we have exploding diversity all over the world. And the challenge now is to create public squares in which we can live with our deep differences and everyone of every different faith is free to enter and engage public life. So I'm not afraid of diversity. I'm not afraid of pluralism. Can we be good without God? Certainly. I mean, it's a simple fact that there are many people who do not know God or even may hate God who actually are good people or maybe produce great paintings or great love in their marriages. Now, as Christians, I would say two things. On the one hand, that's partly because in the Western world, our cultures are still shaped by the Christian faith, but we're a cut flower civilization now, and that will eventually go. At a deeper level, Christians always believe that even people who disbelieve in God are still made in the image of God, so they're capable of these things, whether they recognize God or not. Jesus was the one who called his followers to be in the world, but not of it. And you can see down through history, the secret of the church when it's powerful, it is engaged with the world always, but not equated with the world. And that tension is the source of the church's creative cultural power so that it produces great art, great music, great novels, great hospitals, and so on and so on and so on. And today we've got a problem of two extremes. Some Christians, many Christians, are so much in the world they're of it in biblical terms, they're worldly. Other Christians are trying to be so different from the world, they're not engaged, and they're no earthly use either. We've got to be in it, but not of it, and that's a tough challenge to be. Practically in the future, where do you see the role of religion in Ireland and America? Well, it's becoming highly controversial in America too. In 1830, Alexis de Tocqueville, the great French commentator, called religion the first of the American political institutions because it was disestablished and it was voluntary and it flourished, not despite disestablishment, because of it. But in the last 50 years, it's become part of what's called the American culture wars. 
and it's the holy war front of endless culture warring and religions becoming discredited. Now, in Ireland, you have, sadly, the massive revulsion against the evils of the sexual abuse in the Catholic Church, and so you see church attendance plummeting, and the church needs to reform and be open and truly follow the way of Jesus. And we've seen this before, of course. Look at the time of the Renaissance, when the papacy was virtually a secular princedom. So Erasmus, who was profoundly Catholic, he was there at the Battle of Bologna when the Pope came back from winning the battle in his golden armor. And Erasmus said, is that man the disciple of Jesus Christ or the descendant of Julius Caesar? So my name is uh, Marcus Milgreest from the Salvation Army uh, in Rathmines. And uh, along with my wife, Jane, we run a, a Christian community outreach project um, in Rathmines under the banner of the Salvation Army Community Ministries. The Salvation Army actually is itself its own denomination, such as Methodists or the Baptists or, or whatever. The Salvation Army is a, a denomination as well, albeit a very small one here in Ireland. Um, and so we put that faith uh, into action um, and uh, hopefully inspire others and other kind of faith groups as well to, to do the same and to keep doing the good things um, that they have been doing and, uh, and better things than that too. Do you think that we can be good without God? There are thousands and millions of people around the world who are good and would have no kind of allegiance to any sort of faith at all. Uh, so sure, you can, you can be good without God, but uh, I suppose the um, Christian thought or the uh, kind of people of faith would certainly say even those who don't claim to have kind of any knowledge of God, if we as people of faith do believe in God, there must be something behind everything that happens. And so whether or not you would say what I'm doing is just because I'm a good person or what I'm doing is because somewhere deep inside something stirs within me and I can't put a name to it or I may not want to put a name to it. Um, but I think God is there uh, working quietly in the background with some people and kind of certainly louder uh, for, for others. How likely is it that Christianity will become part of society in the future or will it just become another lobby group? Well, the thing about God is God's been around for an awful long time and I don't think God is ever going to go away. Um, even those who are vociferous in their kind of um, fight against God, well, goodness me, they're talking about God still. Um, that's, it's, it's never going to go away. Hey, my name is John Full. I, I work for Google in Dublin. I think the way we've even come to faith and how we communicate has changed. I think if you go back a generation, it was very much a one-way street. Uh, it's an authority or an institution tells you what to believe and you believe it or not. But that's not what people want, and that's not how people come to faith or come to under, understand their own faith. Faith is a discourse. It's a two-way communication. It's me hearing what you have to say. It's me engaging with that, maybe taking some parts and maybe some parts others. So I really feel new media can help make that exchange uh, happen. It can help different people comment, different people share, and people come to their own conclusions. Do you think we can be good without God? I'm a follower of Jesus. I think when I, when I put my Christian hat on or whatever label I want my part of myself, I kind of believe that all things that are good ultimately come from God, whether we realize it or not. You know, whether we look at a beautiful sunset or, you know, see a beautiful bird or colors, uh, which may not help us think of God, these are ultimately things which are made by the Creator. So I guess that's what I believe. Mm -hmm. I think the, the new media provides new opportunities, but I also think it erodes, it erodes some opportunities that were there before. 
I think gone are the days where everyone would turn to the Church of Ireland and say, what do you think about this? I think new media has meant that there are a thousand voices, not five or ten in our society. So I really feel it's up to people in the church, people like myself, to make the most of the increased tools, knowing that the old has gone and the new has come. Patsy McGarry, Religious Affairs Correspondent with the Irish Times. I was invited to take part in a panel discussion this morning, a media panel discussion, uh, which really was addressing issues of faith in society today, um, how the role of faith in society in general, or has it one? And later on I was asked to speak about an article I wrote titled Healing a Broken Church and it basically looked at the very divided church that the Catholic Church is today in Ireland and its possible future, a church where the average age of priest is now 64, where in, Archbishop Martin has said that in Dublin in eight years' time there will barely be enough uh, priests to serve, to have one priest per parish and it's a church really in decline uh, institutionally and the measures being taken now um, will not personnel-wise match up to that decline. People don't attend Mass regularly anymore, most Irish Catholics don't, but they do go on retreats, they do go to pilgrimages, they do go to Kirkpatrick, Loch Derg. Um, I mean, the retreats in Galway, Limerick and Belfast in Dublin are massive, they're huge. They happen maybe once a year. So people are changing their form of their practice, Catholics in Ireland. But I think what's happening too as well is that people are using their religious identity more as a label it's part of the package of who they are, of what they're born into, rather than necessarily taking the religion uh, or the, their form or denominational Christianity seriously when it comes to practice. I mean, there is a great falling away right throughout the Christian denominations, except for the evangelical groupings, mainly made up of newer immigrants, uh, in practice full stop, and in, even in attendance like at, at sacraments. The most significant change in Ireland is the drop in church marriages in favour of civil marriage. Uh, and that's a growing trend. Are you hopeful that Christianity in general will have a role in society in the future, or will it be more marginalised? Christianity won't die. Its form and form of expression will change. There's no doubt about that. Um, fine, we're becoming an increasingly secular society, but 84% of Irish people still tick that box on the census form and say they're Catholics. There are more people who describe themselves as Catholic, as Catholic in the Republic of Ireland today than there have been since the beginning of census, census was taken place, begun in 1881. Rona Tarrant speaking to Patsy McGarry of the Irish Times at the second Rubicon conference held in Dublin last year.